There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. All right. Kim and Kanye just had their new baby today, all right? Oh, All right, via surrogate. Mm. Um, so do we have any name ideas? Oh, I sure For do. the kid. Oh, yeah. Frank. Uh, south. <laughs> south? Oh, because yeah. it's North, South, Keep Saints. Okay. okay. Okay, you mapped that out very well. Thank you. Okay, I have an idea. I was going to say uh, out. out. Out West. Out oh. West. Okay. okay. I'm going to name it Kylie because it's pretty much Kylie's baby. And it's a whole conspiracy going on right now that it really is Kylie's baby. She oh. was not part of the actual God. holiday card because she was. Uh, this MIA. sounds like a Frank conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kylie West. I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it um, ego because it's be the first time Kanye ever had a little ego. Oh, oh, hey, no! My yo's? You gotta let her yo it out. Let me yo. I was echoing you. Co- I was no, getting, then, I was your, I'm your backup singer. Then take two steps back. Okay. You're too close to <laughs> okay. the mic. Back yeah. up. Okay. You ready? Okay. Right. Okay, here All we right. go. Yo, 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 yo. You know what? All right. I got chills. I got chills. Yo, you know what it is, bro. You know what it is? Absolutely. I do know what it is. This is episode. Three? Uh, <laughs> Roman numerals three? Uh, of the Latinos Out Loud podcast? Yeah, Confused baby. much? On the Revolver Network, baby. Yeah. It's your girl, Rachel La Motherfucking Loca. Wow, hyped. Mad hype. It's Michael Motherfucking Diaz. Ooh, ooh. He's a Mr. Frank Nibs. Yeah. Yeah. You were supposed to say him, uh, this is Jamie Fernandez during the day, but at night when the full moon hits, I become Jay Fern. You guys, we're back. Yes, we are. Love it. Here a we week, are. A week after uh, last week. Uh, has it only been a week? Yeah. Wow. Oh my God, it feels like a month. I, I miss, miss you guys Time so... Time changes for you when we do guys. the podcast? Like, it feels I, longer when you're not with us? Honestly, can I put something out there? One day we're going to be doing this shit every day! Wow! wow. I don't and know, then I'll really feel fulfilled. I, I would love to do this every day. Seven days a week? No, wow. no, 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 chill. Maybe five? <laughs> I'm at the time my agent. I need my weekend. <laughs> I need my weekend. But five days, uh, five night or five days of Latinos Out Loud, sign me up! That's dope. It felt longer for me because I didn't have a cell phone. I lost my cell phone over the weekend. Yo, Mike, that was crazy. Talk about it. Mike was emailing. You know when people lose their cell phones and then they just start emailing you like way too much? It's like, I don't communicate through email this much. (laughs) What are you doing? Email is so 80s, Mike. It's like... Yo, I didn't have email in the 80s, I've known you like 15 years. I've never known you to lose your phone. (laughs) Ironically enough, that's what I wrote on my Facebook post. I said I haven't lost a cell phone in 15 years. 
Um, I don't know. I think I was a little tipsy. All right. I knew it. I knew it was something. Look, Sophie's my witness because she was with me when I lost the phone. Good thing. Oh, come on, bro. It wasn't like I was blacked out. Uh, no. Okay, so what happened was is this. I called you have an Uber. a problem, Mike. <laughs> I called an Uber, and then there was a, a car there, and we thought that that was the Uber that we were supposed to get in. And when we went inside the Uber, I was like, Michael, and he's like, no, sorry. I put the phone in my pocket, oh. and then... I walked to the other one, and we went inside, and then like Sophie's like, oh, can I use your phone? I'm like, no, 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 not right now. So I didn't know that I lost the phone at that moment in time until yeah. like two minutes before we got to the house, and I'm like, damn, yo. But yo, I, you tried to blame the little pockets on your coat. But let me tell you, cause it, <laughs> because, yo, shout out, shout out. <laughs> no, shout out to Oz Rodriguez. Rachel and I got to visit the, the set on SNL, the SNL set, no. and I was Amazing. talking about somebody in the crew, and he was complimenting my coat, and I was like, yeah, it's a cool coat. The only thing I don't like about the coat Small pockets, things be falling out. You know, like one time my wallet came out, one time my phone. Luckily, there were people around me when that happened. And a day later, boom. Why do you keep wearing the coat if they too short pocketed? I, well, I don't know because it's, a, it's I like cute. The coat. It's style, cute. style over substance. It's, it was cute. So Yo, I was very depressed the last uh, three days. I called the phone and this Mexican guy, this delivery Mexican guy, answered the phone. What? He was like, pinche mama huevo, que tu quieres? And no. I was like, dude, like, yo, this For is my idea. And he was like, no. And he hang up. Oh, my what? God. What? Somebody... You're lying, Frank. Frank, Frank is using is his acting ability. Is that Frank's conspiracy? Yeah, Frank is lying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that phone died. How's he going to get my passcode? Oh. Anyway, so I um, got a new phone today. I got Beautiful. the uh, shout out to the uh, iPhone 8 Plus. Um, but it's back to be, uh, it's it's good to be back. Uh, shout out to you. I've got the iPhone X. Yeah. But maybe one day you'll catch up. So, uh, how was your weekend? Because I had a, I had a, it was a pretty dope. Uh, we went to the spot called Vinyl uh, uh, near in Union Square. It was pretty cool. I, I really enjoyed it. But I noticed that you were out Saturday as well. Oh, oh. You were out. Yo, your Instagram story Yo, was what, Was that the last Instagram story you saw it before you lost was. before you lost your phone? You're just looking at you're just looking at, at Rachel's was, Instagram story. At least it was no, a good real. one. At least you went out with a bang. Because yeah. I think my Instagram story was on fire this weekend. Yeah. The other thing is when I go out, because I don't really go out that much. I'm a mm-hmm. mom, I work, you know what I'm saying? But when I, go out, I, I didn't go I didn't say all that. It's not that I'm old. It's just that I'm busy and I'm focused. <laughs> that looked like that looked like a nice place where you were at. Dude, yeah. shout out to Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, where I'm from, my stomping ground. Now, back in the day, Sheepshead Bay was as exciting as it sounded. It was like lobsters, King's Plaza, the movie theater, a bowling alley, and that's it. Mm. But now, the Russians are taking over, and they're opening up these hookah spots. Uh-oh. Wait, the Russians are getting involved with hookah now? Yes! Oh, God. It was crazy. Dominicans, we did this. And it was like a DL spot. We went out for my homegirl, Laura's birthday. Shout out to Larrabee. And it was the whole high school crew from Sheepshead Bay, Marine Park, that whole area. Wow. Does and everyone was, in your crew have a, a nickname? Because that was Laura, but then it's Lara, Lara B. B. Well, did, that's a nickname. I don't okay. know. Just check. And Stevie B, my boy, <laughs> who used to uh, sing uh, Spring he Love. He was DJing that, that night. <laughs> do you want to hear about my night, or do you sure, not want to hear about ahead. my night? Okay. It looks interesting. Go ahead. So Go ahead. it was a hookah spot, but very DL. It's definitely a cover for some kind of operation or business. I'm not going to question the Russians, because mm. they're known to not be so understanding yes. when negotiating. Oh. Um did you want to say something, Jamie? No, I just was going to say Russian Very mob. confrontational today. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he raised his hand politely, and I just wanted to make oh, sure no, I gave Oh, no, yeah, no, it was like I flinched. You were just picking his nose. W- when you said it, I immediately got, like, Russian mob flashbacks. But, well, we, yeah, we're good. we were able to rent out a little private space in the hookah lounge, and it was like a cave. Wow. Now, I don't know if, like, you know, at night-night, maybe that's, like, the sex dungeon where the Russian slaves cra- go. I saw, I'm... I saw, like, some couples in the background, like, yeah, that's a cool. Dude, let's discuss, because when we left our little sex dungeon cave area there were about 15 couches with about 15 couples like not just making out like homegirl had her dress she was like yes my dress is up to my armpits and I have hand in chocha like there was a guy Uh, no but that was my (laughs) in search of Latinoism with my Russian accent but yeah they were getting it on and popping at this place so shout out to Taboo so was this was this like 50 shades of sheep's head bay Pretty much. His uh, his handle is J underscore Ferns. I'm going to need you to sign the contract. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest lives. Svetlana, come to front. <laughs> Bitches, come. That's that's from Triple uh, X. No, anyone? <laughs> so, how was your weekend? How'd you? What'd you guys do? Yeah, Jamie, what did you do? 
Um, I mean, my weekend was normal. I mean, I met up with you at the at Martin Luther King Day. Yes. Oh, you guys celebrated MLK Day? What'd you we do? We did, yeah. We, we watched wa- the Knicks game. And we had mimosas. <laughs> that was not my idea. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know legally you could have mimosas during the week. Okay, so like I, during the day. If I, it's I a holiday, here. I would say so. Yeah, seriously? I don't know. What are the rules? I don't think, no. It's brunch time. And during a holiday, yeah, it still counts as but brunch. But you have mimosas at night, too. So I don't know where you. I don't know where you got that information. You, even, you just got a phone. You didn't have a phone for two days. I don't know. Yeah, but no. So I ordered a mimosa, and of course, Mike is like, "Oh, you getting the girly drink?" To the waitress, and the waitress, no, wait, w- w- women are not taking that stuff now. Because the waitress was like, "Girly drink? What do you mean by Excuse that?" Me? And Mike was like, "I mean, uh, I'll have one too. It's cool." Uh, so he got. But I he call got, it a mimosa though. A man mosa? Yeah. What is that? Is it's, there any difference? I, that's just how I name it. Are you going to mansplain our drinks now to, oh, to women? Like, what's going on? Stop. Stop it. Anyways, Stop. the girl, uh, so we have she both had, me. He got guilted into the mimosas, but I, he ended up having more than me. He had, like, five mimosas. What? No, I did not. Five I had, mimosas? I did not. I had three. You did two, all right? <laughs> Jeez, with your fake news. Franco, what about you, man? What'd you do? I drove weekend? 40 hours in about three days. Damn! Oh, you're yeah. back on your Uber? Uh, Uber yeah, 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 yeah. Ubered it up. That's pretty much the whole weekend, 40 hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, three days. Did you sleep? Three days. Three days. I, I did 40 hours. Some good fares? Yeah. Good tips? Yeah, and it was Martin Luther King, you know, mm-hmm. weekend. So, you know, you had some ladies from the east side, you know, getting in there, talking about back in the day, you know. So back in the day, what, like in the <laughs> civil rights days? There you go. Back in the 50s, me and MLK. <laughs> it was lit. It was lit. It was like, how old are you? Damn. <laughs> so it was interesting. Frank, when can we uh, jump into the Uber? We want to get the Word, experience. Word, Frank. First-hand experience. Is there a we won't pay and... you, but we'll give you a five-star right, rating. Is there a friends and family oh, wait, discount? Guys, I can't do that. Only through what? Uber. I, gotta, I have to be honest. Okay. Everything okay. goes through Uber. So I'm who's be this Mr. Uber guy? Can we talk to him? Yeah, you can, uh, you know, put your credit card in and, uh, and he'll charge you, you. Is there, like, a supervisor? Do you have any, like, emails they sent to you? Is it just, like, Charlie's Angels where it's just a guy from, like, a voice box? Uh, <laughs> Frank, you're going to need to drive someone to the airport. <laughs> I do everything to Uber, guys. Is I'm, there any I'm Uber beef? Li- Is there ever, like, Uber beef? I mean, you do, you know, you have drivers, you know, sometimes beefing over fares and what have you, and they're not happy. Uh, Yo, I got some Uber beef. I'm sure you do. I always hear. It happened again to me. It happened again on Thursday. My kid gets car sick. I don't know why. Again? Again, but he Mm. only gets car sick in Ubers. I really think it's the Uber car seat. What's going on? Talk to me. I don't know what's happening, but like he throws up, and I feel like the Uber car seat has holes in it and like indentations to allow for the vomit to seep through so the car gets. Gets dirty because then they smack you in the head with a hundred and fifty dollar cleanup fee. Whoa, which that's not right. It's not right. That's not right. It's not right. But I do understand the philosophy. But I just think it's overcharging because the hundred and fifty actually covers for the time that the car is out of service, getting cleaned, and the cleanup fee. No, you should fee. fight that. Honestly, they, you could fight uh, that. But it, what were you gonna say, Mike? I'm, I'm mad. No, you you describe the Uber car like it's an actual car, but it's actually like maybe a, what is it, like a Honda or something like that? They're like, all different. I all don't know. Uber. So what are you saying? It gets in the creases. The actual car seat has like holes and and spaces. So even if the kid vomits on himself, and I caught most of it, right. you know, moms, we throw, we throw, you know, you open your shirt, you you cup oh your hands, God. you learn to catch vomit, you know, and it's usually <laughs> projectile. And I'm getting pretty good at it, honestly. The only thing the sucky part about that is your fingernails smell like vomit for like three days. I hate when that that explains the smell. Yeah, you just can't get rid of it. You just can't. But I caught most of it and then I'm like, oh, how about I just get some Lysol wipes and I'll clean it for you so you don't have to charge me the $150. And lo and behold, he lifted up the car seat and it was just like pounds of it went through the little holes in right. the car seat. And I feel like there's a Frank Spiracy there. Please don't wow. go. To, please, guys, don't go to Lyft. So now that you know about how your son <laughs> throws up in Uber cars, are you going to prepare yourself maybe to control the damage of it so that that way like you don't how? need to catch it? Maybe bring some extra blankets or something so that you can cover it. Yeah. Especially it, it underneath. It, it, That's a good idea. I mean, I'll thank try. You, I, I'll try. I bring plastic bags with me. What yeah. I'm thinking of just tying a plastic bag around his head. <laughs> that won't make him suffocate. I'll put holes in it so he can ventilate, you know, but like just to keep the bag over his mouth so if he does that'll look weird world's greatest mom don't judge $150 times three in one month people what that's a lot that's That's a lot you could've damn plus the fare from 
from my parents was sixty dollars. So that's a two hundred and ten goddamn Uber bill. Wow. You should just rent limos and shit. Like, does you know what I mean? Has like, your Uber rating been going down since all these throw ups? No, because I'm getting, I'm putting money in their pocket. If what's gonna be five stars, like, yo, this bitch looked out. Her son threw up, and I'm making cake. Oh, wow. There's no way it costs one hundred and fifty dollars. Anyway, you're getting me mad. Let's change the topic. Okay. Well, I think this is the perfect time to go to the Pochincha Bites. Woo! Yeah, baby. We have a surprise for you, Jamie, because I think uh, apparently Anthony made uh, a little uh, intro. An intro? Yeah. Anthony Palmini. Yay! It's time for some bites! Yeah! Pochincha Bites! Pochincha Bites! That was definitely an wow. Anthony Palmini special. Wow. <laughs> Wow. That was damn. Wow, that's some heavy, uh, heavy, heavy metal there. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty good. If you guys out there want to submit a Bolchicha Bites intro, I mean, now it's like open range. Anybody could fucking do it. So <laughs> just email us at wearelatinosoutloud at gmail.com. Again, that's wearelatinosoutloud at gmail.com and send us your intros. Hey, It'll get played. Yeah, any genre of anything, music. Anything anything will be, at this point in time, anything's I'm waiting for the polka version. You, you know, know, it could be in Swahili. It could be in any language, any genre. <laughs> Benedicting monks just humming it. Um, okay, first Bolchicha Bites. That was, um, bad. that was bad. Did you hear about this? <laughs> my voice? <laughs> it was so bad. It was good. <laughs> oh, the intro, yeah. yeah. Um, Your voice too, though. Okay, you heard about this, um, the Hawaii emergency thing that oh, happened, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Awful. Okay. That was crazy. Just let, there might be some people under a rock, so you may want to tell yeah, them what happened. I'm going to break it down. Lift the rock. Um, so, yeah, basically... Um, there was a missile warning, uh, uh, and it what? was a, a fake missile warning that people thought was real. Sent through the iPhone, right, or sent through phones? Um, well, it's it, it was it was sent through a computer that had pretty much the computer had like two options. It was like send, <laughs> wait, it was like send the um, emergency missile warning system test what? or send the actual system warning to people. Wow. So the guy chose the wrong one. <sighs> Um, I don't know how you only have two options here. Like, wow. it's it's a menu option. I basically like, you know, Grubhub has a better system of picking shit. <laughs> it's basically like one or the other. Uh, this guy, I guess he just had a bad, maybe he had like a hangover from the night before. Oh my God. And he just was like, his boss that day was just like, <laughs> all right, get, uh, we're doing the emergency missile warning system test today, uh, uh, Mike. Wow. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. That's crazy. Can you imagine getting that on your iPhone? Like, I, I freak out when I get the Amber Alert. You know I what know, I'm saying? Right? <laughs> imagine getting a DJ's ballistic... right in front of you and you get nervous. I like, get oh my very God. nervous. I don't want any missing children in this country. But, like, oh a ballistic missile? Imagine no. being in Hawaii. So, apparently, a bunch of students, like, ran off the college campuses and it was chaotic. What? They didn't know for 40 minutes that it was a yeah. mistake. For 40, 40 minutes? minutes. So, at what? first, you're like, oh, my God, we're going to die. And, like, 20 minutes later, it's like... Yo, where's that missile at, yo? I got I left work for this. What the hell? The missile's late. What's happening? Holy cow. Like, what would you guys do if you got that on your phone? Like, what's the first thing you would do if you saw that on your phone? Yo. I uh, would go under my bed. Would you? And just stay there. I would go have sex with the nearest part. I'd be like, come on. You would we cheat on your man. If it were the end of the world, yeah. I need to go out with a bang, Mike. Oh, Literally. <laughs> And then what happens if it was a false alarm? Like, what just happened? I mean, it happened. <laughs> what am I going to do? I was under false pretenses. We were, was... we were all going to be homeless in 20 minutes. I mean, it doesn't matter what he was. I would go, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure there's a Dominican super that has a bunker, you know, for the apartment. Of course. So I would go to every, I would go to every like, uh, apartment complex and look for the super and be like, yeah. yo, where are you hiding? So that's a good, that's a good strategy right now is if, get cool with your super. Mm. Because the super probably has like another secret floor below in that the one yep. near the Some laundry, basement. and you you're safe. That's and he's probably good. got everything: bustelo, mm. you know, coconut water. He's Brugal. like fully, fully stacked. Illegal cable, so that probably Hell won't get yeah. cut off. Yup. Yeah. He has a rooster in there. Right <laughs> <laughs> for meals, of course. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a man, a male and a woman, so they can just procreate. And he's a chicken forever. Yeah, chicken and eggs. <laughs> Have you ever had chicken and eggs at the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> Is that a Dominican thing to do? No, it's just... <laughs> it's pretty gross. All right, well, hopefully Hawaii, hopefully Hawaii gets uh, that figured out for the future. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be good. 
um, uh, some other news. This Tide Pod. Have you have you heard about this guy? Is that like an iPod or? No, it's a tie, it's what these the kids are doing it now. You know, uh, you know, it used to be the ba- the bath salt challenge. Mm. They used to do things like throw boiling water at their friends, right? Kids, uh, what? No, kids do Stupid stuff like kids. that on the line, like on uh, dummies. Yeah, these wow. challenges. So the new one is they're eating these Tide Pods. Um, I don't know if you know what they are, is but that they're supposed to get you high or something. I, I don't know. They they, they is they, that like K two? It's it's. Uh, <laughs> they're like those laundry balls. Yeah, they're packets. Little oh, laundry you throw packets. in. Yes. I've seen the commercials. But they have like you know they're like colorful and they're squishy and like you know it's like the first thing you think of is like oh put it in my mouth. But it's laundry detergent. It's it's concentrated it laundry detergent. It is. Wow. And people are dying from this. Well, no, they're getting sick and vomiting. Pretty much, you know, Mike on a Friday night in his Uber losing his phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. But no, my, the first thing I heard about when I heard about this was like I want to I I, I want to do a spoof song. I want to okay. do based on the Cindy Lauper song "Time After Time." Mm. I want to do "Tide After Tide." <laughs> <laughs> if you're lost and you eat toxic detergent, "Tide After Time." Okay. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, basically, <laughs> the Florida Poison Information Center, which is already a bad yeah, a Flor- anything wow. Florida's the in front they, of, they're, they're probably very busy. <laughs> that, that hotline, they're like it's, it's down in Florida. They pretty much said it's pretty foolish behavior, but <laughs> you know, it's poison. Duh. It's poison. So I mean, no, I mean, this is not the same as like some women saying like they would, you know, they would like a little Mister Clean inside of them. But what that's about a that's a whole different cleaning product issue. Does your shit come this, out clean? Huh? Does your shit come out clean? Maybe I, you should try it and let us know. Since okay, you I'll are get back to you guys. I'll have some shitty. of that uh, tight thing and see if my uh, dookie's clean. <laughs> so, yo. Maybe your dookie will smell better like spring rain. <laughs> or lavender. Look for the YouTube video of Mike uh, eating a, a Tide Pod. So we're doing that for next week. It's I'm official. doing that for the Latinos Out Loud audience. <laughs> okay. I'm going to keep you posted, guys. You're so committed. Yes, I am. Give, Find- me, the, give me the login for the Instagram. I'm, I'm going to uh, Instagram live. You periscope it? From, yeah. Awesome. Finally, um, this is actually something that Rachel brought up on the mm. text. She saw a billboard of Captain Zeta Jones. Mm. Yes. Her new role is very interesting. She's playing a Latina kingpin. Oh, All right. Uh, kingpin? She's yeah, she's playing uh, the cocaine godmother. Oh. Which is that? That sounds like a well, fun the La sitcom. Madrina? La Madrina. Mm-hmm. The Griselda oh, Blanco story. Oh, yeah, that's Catherine be... Zeta Jones is playing that role? Yeah. yeah. She... Like they couldn't find J-Lo. a freaking Latina Yo, to play a Latina. I mean, Rachel, you could play that role. You know? I you totally could've. could. Yeah, Yo. I sell weed every now and then. I can totally be true to character. You know what I'm saying? But no, hold on a second. Lifetime, right? Lifetime. But it's like Are you it's surprised? like a, it's a respectable lifetime film. They actually put some budget to it. Like usually What are you trying to say? Aaliyah didn't have a budget? Uh yeah, mm. no. The uh <laughs> the the full house, the real full house story that they had. No, their movies are like a step below, uh, like a, a notch below the Hallmark movies, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> like Lifetime is worse than those movies. Terrible wow. casting. But this one, this one is actually they look like they put money on it uh, to it. Um, who do you think? All right, so let's 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 look at the Latino actresses that that could be available. Who do you think could have played the Cocaine Godmother? You know, instead of Captain Zeta. Well, first of all, La Reina del Sur, Kate del Castillo, who also has a podcast on the Revel Red Network nice. called Neteando. Nice job. Like, I like how you did that full out. circle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shout out to Kate. Yeah. <laughs> Holler, Kate. Holler at us. <laughs> the fusion. Corporate fusion. You know what I'm saying? What about J-Lo? Yeah, I think she would have been good. J-Lo? Yeah. Age yeah. I think she would have, like, over, over, like, she would have made it, like, oh, is the cocaine godmother from the Bronx? <laughs> Yo, get me my cocaine, yo. Because you know, me and Mark, we used to sell drugs over there on Fordham. <laughs> it was a terrible J-Lo. Yo, I'm, I'm a, sorry. I'm a cocaine godmother from the block, yo. Even Selma Hayek. Selma, that's what Haido was saying. Mm. Oh. Selma would have been great, but, you know. Um, I don't know if Selma and Lifetime are on the same, mm-hmm. on the same. you know, they're not on par with one another. Marissa Tomei. Oh, my God, I love Marissa Tomei. Was she Shout in out the to Pere- Brooklyn. She was in the Perez family. She's not Latina. I don't think she's, I think she's <laughs> very that Italian. She's very Italian. Yeah. Very, very Italian. Uh, you see, you see, I thought Catherine Zeta-Jones was Latina until, like, somebody said she was Welsh. I don't yeah. even, I don't even yeah. know what that is. That's Zeta, <laughs> right, what is Zeta. It, right? Zeta. Catherine Zeta? No. Yeah, Zeta. Zeta Jones with a Z. Zeta. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Let's give her a shot. Maybe she'll get an Emmy from it, you know, and, and it'll... She's a great actress. Uh, she's she hot. Really good. 
She's so beautiful. I'm sure her underlings are all Latino. <laughs> all these character actors in the movie, like, yo, this dude, this dude, this girl. Yeah. But then the main person is like, oh, let's get Michael Douglas's wife. Um, <laughs> Michael Douglas is funding the film, so it looks like his wife's going to be playing the lead role. Uh-huh. I made that up. I don't really know if he has any piece of it. Crazy. Okay. All right, guys, you've been bitten. That's it for this week. Ooh. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Wait, do you want one more try? Uh, I didn't think you... I think you have a better one in you for the... For the closer? For the yeah. closer. Uh, bite yourself before you wreck you. I don't know. I can't. I, uh, it's you okay, put me sir. on the spot. I'm sorry about that. I'm yeah, sorry Mike, why would you do that to your friend? No, no, no. Can I we thought he was going to repeat it with Can, more energy. Um, we're going to edit that last part out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, no, no, no. Make that part louder. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have an exclusive today. Do we? We have a new segment, Rachel. Oh, yeah? We do. What's it called? Don't act surprised. <laughs> Because it's your segment. Right. Oh, is Maybe it? Maybe you should intro your own me? segment. Yes. Little old me has a segment? Yes. Finally on the Latinos Yo, Allowed podcast? And I, got, I get you a know, segment? You audience members, you got to understand something. When Rachel does a segment, <laughs> this woman is taking a week of research. John Oliver's research uh, team is like, yo, Rachel, how do you do this? I go hard in the paint for and, the listeners, uh, yeah, bro. She for does. the patria. She's like, this is only a fifth draft. <laughs> I go hard. Uh, wait, do I have an, a segment intro? You have everything, so I think wow. you should just go ahead. Yeah, just go no. ahead. No. Yo, play that shit, bro. Come on, come on. Loca. Uh. Loca. It's the queen, y'all. Loca. <gasps> the Loca list. Oh, yeah, boy. I, if you close your eyes, you feel like you're listening to an E channel network <laughs> intro or something. It was beautiful. It was yes. very corporate. Shout out to Anthony Palmini. He and just gets better and better and better. Except for the bochicha bites in joke. <laughs> yeah. That I was know. like 10 steps back. I know. But for this one, he looked out. All right, so this is the segment where I just come up with some lists and I share them. Can be okay. lists about anything. Okay. So I thought I would kick off this new segment on a positive note. This is the top things we have Latinos to thank for. Okay? So number one. Ladies, this is for you guys. The Beauty Blender. It's a cosmetic sponge that revolutionized the way we apply makeup. That was founded by makeup artist and badass Latina, Rhea Ann Silva. Oh, I know her. You know what I'm saying? All right. Can you make smoothies with that blender? Okay. No, it's for foundation. Okay. It's to smooth okay. the lines and to, you know, correct your foundation <laughs> application. Interesting. Uh, my, number two on my list goes without saying, I mean, Hamilton. Thank you so yeah, much, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, I thought you meant the actual Hamilton. No, no, I'm not thanking Lin for Alexander Hamilton, okay, the person, yeah. but I'm thanking him for the creation of the Absolutely. show, That's which dope. is now a worldwide phenomenon, having opened in London this week. And, and shout out to Lin, today's his birthday. Happy uh, we birthday, Lin! Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right, now number three, I think you guys will appreciate this one too, the birth control pill. Yeah, what? hell yeah. Okay, a Mexican chemist co-invented the first oral contraception pill in 1956 and all i gotta say is whew, wow. good looking out to this co-inventor his name is luis miramontes because for him thank you uh you made the summer of 99 a very raw and enjoyable one for me <laughs> wow so thank you so much for that so the first version wasn't uh wasn't uh wait was the pill was the actual pill? He right? was no. It was a Mexican guy. Like, yo, yeah. take it, man. Wow. Trust me, it works. It works, baby. Come on. Swallow it with the Corona. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So the next thing, capture codes. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah, like, I capture. hated those. What is that? That the, the annoying online access code thing. It's a format. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, used yeah, yeah. to prevent spam. Mm. Well, that was invented by a Guatemalan-born doctor, Luis Von An. Oh. I don't know if we're so thankful Von for An. it. I don't know if we're thankful though. Those shits are fucking annoying. I know. But I they're. It's good for safety. It's, it is good for security. Really Except I hate when the letters are so close together that you're like, is that a D? Is that a backwards B? What the that. fuck is it? Is it case sensitive, by the way? I've always put, like, if it's a capital, but can you put a lower letter? Well, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes it's like sure. an L. An L, it looks like a... Uh, they try to mess with you. Yeah, and the Uppercase, but, but small. I it's hate like, the fact when you will get, like, the, the password correctly, you're like, yes, and then you get that wrong, and you yeah. have to do it, like, three times. Oh, man, it's The so new annoying. one sucks, too. You ever see how, like, now it's how many pictures have cars in them? You ever see that? It's <laughs> yes. like a fucking game of memory. Just, I want to <laughs> enter my password and buy something. Okay, number so five. So far, so good, by the way. You like uh, the yeah, list so really far, Yeah, these are really good, yeah. I'm learning. I'm actually, my, my brain cells are, like, 
being worked. Awesome. Okay, well, that's kind of the point here. So okay. good. All right, number five on my mm. list is the barbecue. This American way of cooking originated when the Spanish introduced pigs to the New World and encountered the Caribbean natives, also known as the Taino Indians, mm. and their method of cooking things slowly over indirect heat with a lot of smoke. In fact, the word barbecue comes from the Spanish word barbacoa. What? what? Yes, it was right in front of us the whole time. In I thought it would be like an African-American wow. invention. Nah, son. They took it from us, No, you know? they invented cookouts. The big difference. And, and also, they like Dallas BBQ. It's a little different. Yo, shout out who invented the Texas-sized drinks at Dallas BBQ. That, that was a Latino, too. That had to be a Latino. Uh, Make definitely. that shit bigger, bro. <laughs> Lambong. Okay, number six on my list is Instagram. Thanks. No. Yeah. I didn't know this. I didn't know this. I Thanks. did not know this. Thanks to Instagram co-founder and Brazilian Mike Krieger, Latinas now have a very accessible way to catch their men fucking up. Oh, so mm. thank you for inventing Instagram. Yeah, Makes DMs, it so I much easier for us. I hate you. Yep. A lot easier. Okay? Mm. You guys ready to move on? That's Absolutely. Cool. Okay. Number seven. Uh-huh. America's first superhero was Zorro. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, yeah. that that's why they had Catherine Zeta-Jones in the movie where Antonio Banderas. She's not Latina. Can uh. we stop talking about her? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Zoro, in case you guys don't know, you youngins, Heido. Um, Zoro tells the tale of a wealthy aristocrat. Aristocrat. A cat. A cat. That's the cartoon. Zoro the cat. I'm in mom mode right now. That's a Disney movie. It tells the tale of a wealthy aristocrat who dons a mask to fight against corruption on behalf of the oppressed. And uh, Zoro's leather mask continues to inspire BDSM couples everywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Nice. It's true, though, because every time I go to a sex party, I dress up as Zoro. <laughs> Always. Never fails. No clothes, just a mask? Uh, no, I wear t- tight pants okay. that eventually come off. It depends okay. whether the, you know, where the night goes. Okay. Mm, okay, interesting. We just learned something about you too, Jamie. <laughs> All right. All right, number eight. We're almost through. Number eight, the dollar sign. Word. Uh-huh. Thank you, Latinos. What? The Spanish-American peso was the model currency for the American dollar pre-independence and circulated widely in the colonies. What? The dollar sign came about from the symbol of the peso. What? Oh, my God. They stole that from us, too. No wonder my ex used to always, you know, text me the dollar sign. Right. Give me my money, motherfucker. (laughs) Okay, number nine. This needs no explanation, but thank you, Latinos, for adobo. Wait, adobo is Latino? What? Mike, Come on. what would adobo seasoning Hello. be? Like, what would food be without adobo? You know? Nothing. Nothing. It'd be bland. It'd be American. Mm-hmm. And, uh... <laughs> Wait, do you that know... That was a great beat, by the way. Do you know the, the person who invented it, the name? No, Is I do not. Juan Adobo. <laughs> <laughs> Juan Adobo and his father. Juan, Juan Adobo, Adobo, Adobo. Senior. <laughs> so stupid. Captain Zeta do Adobo. Oh, God. <laughs> I think we found the episode title, by the way. <laughs> and number That's 10. That's nine. That's nine. What's the 10th one? Okay, the 10th is a big one. Drum okay. roll? Okay, yes. drum roll. Mm. Uh, number 10 on the list of top things we have Latinos to thank for, the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Yay! Wait, wait. And that's it. That's the end of Loca's list for this wow. week. That was amazing. A big round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was and thank Excellent you. researching. <laughs> Excellent. How big is your research team? Um, a research team of one. Oh, wow. okay. And Quite impressive. You my, and Donovan? My assistant. <laughs> Donovan. <laughs> Donovan got the adobo. Mommy. Oh, that's it. That's number nine. <laughs> Guys, if you're interested in Localist merchandise, um, they're going to be on our website in around like two to four months. We're still trying to figure out the logo. So stay tuned. I think what I'll do is compile all the lists and maybe publish a book of Localist. Right? Yeah. A nice coffee table book. Ooh, yeah. Or like a calendar. Like the 365 calendars, like, you know, you rip off and you get a list every day. Oh, that's really good. Holla at me, Barnes and Noble. That'll take 10 years, but yeah. I don't know why I added the S. Why don't Latinos do that? It's Barnes and Noble. I don't know why we added the S. uh, I already see Mike next week is going to be like, yo, my new segment, The Bago Rules. Uh." (laughs) (laughs) Don't be jacking. Don't be hating. Stop. All right. What? I gave you props. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm going to pass the mic because I think it's time for. You know, today has been amazing because. Because we we're 2018, we're getting a lot of new segment intros. Frank, you are now part of that bandwagon. Um, Bandwagon. Bandwagon. Repeating the word that I said last week. (laughs) The 
the bang wagon. Fine. Go back to episode two. That's accepted. what I just did right it's there. Accepted. It's accepted. Exactly. It's accepted. So Frank, you have a new intro. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for guys. your uh, for your segment. I can't wait to hear it. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hey, Frank. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. That was so subtle. Like, if if you're a regular listener, you'd be like, wait, what? Is that Excuse a new me? intro? <laughs> was it? That's a wonderful intro, though, guys. Thank you very much. It's a new Thanks name. again, Anthony. Yes. Thank you, Anthony Palmieri. Thank you. Thank you, Anna Palmieri. Thank you. Well, folks, mm. today's news is very close to home. Oh, yes. okay. This news hits very close to the heart. Being that I grew up in the Heights, in Washington Heights, in Manhattan... Okay. This news really hit home. Are you okay? <laughs> you look a little losing, emotional. You're losing your breath a little bit, all right? You need a little break? This is serious, guys. Hold on. Okay. All right. Well, you know, there was a huge epidemic in the 80s of crack cocaine in the Washington Heights area. Yes. And I found this article on IG about a doctor. His name is Ronald Siegel. And he admitted in the actual article itself that he produced crack cocaine at UCLA School of Medicine over a decade before the crack epidemic hit all these areas. And hold on, this is this is even better. He tested it on a bunch of chimpanzees in UCLA. What? Yeah, so he was administering crack cocaine to chimpanzees for over 13 years before it came out on the streets. On the low? How do you do that on the low? <laughs> Yo, I've been doing like, these experiments on chimpanzees for a while right now. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. You guys are flabbergasted, though. Yeah. So for 10 years, there was like... 13. 13 years. Right. There were like random monkeys walking down the street. Yes, he says... Like, Yo, papa! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'll suck your Yo. banana! I'll suck your banana! <laughs> well, hold on, guys. He says that he has a bunch of monkeys in the downstairs laboratory of UCLA Medical Center in California. Still and he, alive? And he has a whole bunch of monkeys, and he was testing crack cocaine on a bunch of monkeys before it got out on the streets. Wow. What were wow. his findings by doing this? Well, he saw how the monkeys acted and how they behaved, and they knew exactly how people were going to behave from the test that they did on these actual monkeys. So, so were they, like, selling, like, used, uh, like, I'm, I'm assuming back in the day were, like, uh, like used car parts and stuff like that? What were they? How were they acting? Guys, were they really obnoxious at parties? Uh, <laughs> this is oh hold on it's even better they said that they have better stuff coming in the coming years and they have better drugs coming out for the actual regular public and they're testing the stuff out on the animals on the monkeys yes how is he doing this is he doing this is this legal this like, is legal the UCLA lets him just yes and they let they let this this is the crazy part they self administer the crack to the actual chimpanzees so they let them actually do what they want they were smoking it themselves the chimpanzees like, yes yo yo, yo 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 pass that lighter yes this is crazy <laughs> wait they got the spoon and everything and yeah. just... well the crack and the, the the they let this whole so they were like sniffing cocaine off each other like were chimpanzee cocks and shit <laughs> Man, that's the good stuff that's like the, that's coke he's doing the crack that's crack the one you cocaine. have to smoke it Yes, so they let this whole throng of, of chimpanzees smoke crack for a good amount of years before it got on the streets. And they were seeing how the chimpanzees were actually interacting with one another and how they liked the crack and how much they wanted it. And they knew from this how the public would act. He was afterwards. probably enjoying that shit, watching them fight each other, bitch slap each other. <laughs> oh, my God, yo. Yeah. <laughs> were, these, were these chimpanzees allowed to, like, you know, go, you know, walk around campus? Yes. They so, say, he says that they have, like, a whole laboratory in the bottom of UC, hold on, UCLA Medical Center. Yo, we're going to have to go over there. We're going to have to do a podcast episode over there. <laughs> in front of all the chimpanzees. Yo, 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 you got some, you got some uh, crack? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you all got right. that good stuff. <laughs> yo, you a narc? What the fuck? <laughs> Well, the funny thing is that this coincides with like, like what uh, Rick Ross, not the actual rapper, the actual drug dealer, was talking about back in the uh, early uh, in the late nineties, two thousand. He was saying that it was you know crack cocaine was, was actually put out? put out by the government and it was put out and it was done uh, with intentions and with knowledge of what this drug was going to do. That is a Frank conspiracy theory right there, <sighs> right there. Crazy. Wow. Good. I was yeah. watching The Jungle Book, and the chimp in that movie looked like he was on crack. <laughs> but wait, hold on. Time so. on, guys. The, the bad thing about this is that this Dr. Ronald Siegel says that they're trying out newer drugs on these same chimpanzees. 
damn, these chimpanzees Wait, the got a already, rough life. So they, they like so, fried. So the crackhead like, monkeys are now trying new drugs? Exactly. Wow. That's like I'm Molly, gonna... they probably got it to Molly before anyone. Yeah, else. they tried everything. You know, Jew Heroin. moment, uh, Jew moment. But I always like to capitalize on trends. I think I'm going to open up a chimp rehab and uh, <laughs> welcome them because they need some help, guys. And I'm going to start a GoFundMe. So if anybody's interested in helping me out, it's I want to help these animals. I think Peta should capitalize. Get, Peta you got to capitalize. You know, we got to get Peta involved here. This I want to come up is, with the antidote. Peta should get involved here. These these chimpanzees have been going through it through a uh, Catherine you, Peta Jones. Yeah, yeah. Peta, isn't it Peta? Peta, yeah. Peta. Because yeah. I like to call myself a pedophile because I'm into that. But when you say peta, it makes it sound bad. <laughs> That's a Dominican pronunciation. Peta. Oh, my God. Well, Frank, uh, once again. Peta. <laughs> Wait, what, do, what is the moral this, of this? What do we learn? What do we learn well, from moral, knowing that? Cor- the moral of the story, to me at least, is that the government was producing these drugs way ahead before it got into the public. And they're actually abusing these animals. And this is wrong. They knew uh, what the drug effects were going to be based exactly. on the activity of the chimpanzees. And exactly. they said, eh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Go ahead. Yep. Humans consume yeah. and die and kill each other. Thank you. So my de- next door neighbors and my, you know, my friends that I saw on crack, you know, now I know how it started from Dr. Ronald Siegel. Thanks, Ronald Siegel. Thanks, Ronald thank Siegel. Thank you. And your chimp crew. Yeah. Well, Frank, thank you so much again. Thanks, You're Frank. welcome. So we have the pleasure of speaking with acclaimed actor Manny Perez. Welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast, Manny. How's it going over there? Welcome. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to call us. We know you're like live at a press conference for the movie that we'll get into in a few. So do we have a few minutes of your time? Can we ask you some questions? Yeah, no, we do. We do. And I also have to say I apologize for, to Juan Bago because I know he's been trying to uh, sit down and chat, you know, for, for a long time. And I just timing has, has, has been off. So I'm glad we're finally chatting. And, you know, this is part of. Yeah, absolutely. Better, Better late That's than time. never, man. It's all good, man. I, I just thought Mike uh, Mike and you kind of looked alike. <laughs> Mike is like you. Mike is like you, but with a less impressive IMDb. <laughs> so tell us all about this movie, Colau, which you're in town to promote and have a press conference for tonight. Tell us all about it. Well, Colau is a, is a film that was shot in Dominican Republic. And um, Dominican Republic, just so you guys know, they're making, like, films left and right because they have una ley de cine. And this ley de cine allows filmmakers to go down there and make films. Um, so last year they made, like, 23 films. Um, the year prior they made, like, 26 films. And some of these films that, you know, one of them last year went to Sundance uh, called Carpinteros. And then this one, this year, this past year, we did this film called Colau. It's a romantic comedy. For, it's like a romantic comedy, rated G. Um, and anyone could see it from kids to old ladies. It opens in theaters this Friday, the 19th. And it's been the number one film in the DR, in Puerto Rico, in Panama. For the last, in the last five years, this is the number one film in the theaters. And it's still kicking ass. So now, finally, comes to New York, uh, Providence, New England area, and uh, and then it's then it's gonna go down to Miami. But right now, we'll be this Friday in all theaters in New York City, which is a plus for us. And you know, hopefully, every Latino out there can see it. To sum it up, the story is about a guy who is from Un Campo, like that's the character I play, and then he goes to La Capital, to the city. To, and he falls in love with a lawyer, this female lawyer, who's high class. And then I have two cousins of mine who's being played by Raymond Miguel. Raymond and Miguel, uh, they're comedians, Dominican comedians, well known, and they're great people. And they play my, uh, they play, they guide me to this world and and making me fall in love with this chick. It's really an amazing story, amazing comedy, and uh, everyone should go out and and and, and support, you know. Well, we're definitely going to be in the building at the premiere tomorrow night at the red carpet premiere of Colau. And we saw some clips, Manny. And wow, you take us to so many different places in this film. There's romance, there's comedy. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a a, a touch of everything. Plus, 
you know, I feel like it's also part of our culture. I feel like as Dominicans, we lose our culture. And this film is bringing a little bit of that culture that we're, we're losing back to, back to life, which is, you know, uh, I really truly believe that Dominican culture is, is, is being thrown away to and, and somehow we're bringing it back. That's really interesting. And speaking of all these projects in the Dominican Republic that you've been working on, can you shed a little light and tell us about this duality of your career where you have a ton of projects based in the DR, but yet you still manage to balance with those projects here in the U.S.? How do you, how do, you do that? Well, i got to say, you know, I have an amazing agent who works with me, I should say, because, you know, um, and the reason why I go back to DR is because way back in the day, I did a film called La Soga. La Soga was the first film, Dominican film, to go into Toronto and really put Dominican Republic in the map. Then, ever since then, everybody's just making films, making films. I feel like maybe mine was one of the first, and not prior to Perico Ripiao, which is, you know, uh, uh, was also an amazing film. I know about Yellow's another amazing film. And, um, but La Soga was my first as a, as a producer, writer. And, um, and so I just loved what happened on set. I felt that I was, you know, in my native, la- my native language is, my first language is Spanish. And I feel like I felt more speaking Spanish. It doesn't sound really weird. I felt more speaking in Spanish than in English. For example, in Spanish, when I go mama, I feel something when I say mama. In English, I say my mom. It's like, it's not the same thing. So in a way, so in a way, I'm so in a way, in a way, it just makes it easier feeling-wise to speak in your native tongue. That's what I'm, that's what I'm guessing. Mm, there's like a strong cultural connection, and that really comes to life through the language. That's beautiful, and that's inspirational to others out there who are trying to find how to maneuver that duality and still stay close to their roots. Mike, you wanna? Manny, what other um, what other projects? Well, actually, before that, like, how do you get involved in some of the projects as a producer in Dominican Republic? Well, as a producer, if, if I'm producing a project, I sort of just write it myself. I I love to produce my own things. I, I don't know how to produce someone else's things because I'm very hands-on and I like to take control of it. So it's, you know, that's why I usually produce my own things. And then in regards to, for example, Colau, I'm only an actor in it. So, you know, that's where uh, it all depends on the project. But how do I find those projects? Again, you you know, with, with La Soga, I, when I did La Soga, I sort of opened a lot of doors there. So then people just starting to, they starting to fill me out and get to know me, and it made it easier for future projects. And you have a, a film that's coming out next month, um, Jack Veneno. A lot of hype, a lot of excitement for this project. Can you uh, explain how you got involved and just, just tell us everything, because I know that it's, it's going to be a really, really dope film. Well, man, Jack Veneno, I've been on that project for five years now. Wow. It's, uh, it's, it's been... It's been uh, it's the story of Jack Beneno, is our Hulk Hogan of Dominican Republic, right. and he actually beat the fuck out of Ric Flair. Just so these dudes decided to make a film, and they called me up, and they're like, "Yo, you look exactly like that guy," and I'm like, "Really? That guy is my fucking hero because I grew up watching that dude." And that's how the whole thing came about. And and, and I'm I'm telling you, like, there's just it, it's I think it's such a key film because you know, I think there's probably a generation of Dominicans that probably didn't know that there was a, a Dominican wrestler like that, and to see the whole story of it is is freaking like it's just amazing, and and I'm excited to to see it myself. No, well, thank you, man. Thank you. You can actually see the trailer online. Uh, Jack Benino is uh, a trailer online. You guys should see it. We'll share um, that with our listeners. We'll share the link on our social media pages. Hey, Manny, this is Jamie. Uh, we're fellow Marymount Manhattan College graduates. <laughs> alumni, alumni. I didn't see you in last in the school, in the reunion. Um, but anyways, I was going to ask you, um, do you think the project you're doing in Dominican Republic would ever, like, would an American studio, are they afraid to tell these stories? Could this be done, like, more in a mainstream kind of, you know, uh, studio, or even if it was, you know, a TV network, you think they're afraid to tell the stories that you get to tell when you're, you know, you're doing these movies in Dominican Republic? 
Well, good question. You know, again, the reason why I do these films is because I will never get the opportunity to do it here in the United States. So I go down there, find the money down there, and I do my own stories. For example, what, you know, the Mexican directors are doing. They're going back home to their, to their, to their country to do their own stories. Colombians are doing it. So I feel like as a filmmaker, you know, I was, I was raised there. I lived there since I was 11 years old. So my family is Dominican. They all, some of them still live there. So I'm like going back to what I know. And, um, and it's easier for me just because it makes it easier for, for example, my career that I created here in the DR. I get a lot of respect for that. So it just makes it easier to get the money and, uh, you know, and to raise the money and to do the film. So um, would Hollywood invest money in something that I want to do there? Maybe if I'm if I become the Brad Pitt of DR, I have no idea. What I'm saying is right now they don't, they won't. But that's why I'm making my own shit, you know. Yeah. Well, speaking of making your own shit, um, listen, there's a lot of us that want to make our own shit, Manny, and we need a little inspiration. Like, what are some words of advice that you can give to the next generation of filmmakers, directors, artists, actors that just want to tell our stories? Well, this is what I got to say. This is very important because this is something that I do. You know, Fola Soga, I'm not sure if you guys saw La Soga. It took me 10 years to write that motherfucker. Wow. 10 years to make that motherfucker. 10 years. Wow. And and an and example, uh, I also did another a, a film called Forged that I produced. Uh, that took about two years. Um, um, I'm writing right now. I'm writing La Soga Part 2. And that hey, takes bye. me... Nice. <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't take another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Taking me, that's taking me about six years to write. So what I'm, what I'm saying is that writing is, is the base, the, 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 the element, the most important element is the writing. So someday, someday, I sit down and I write five pages. Some days I sit down and I write one sentence. But that's how, that's my procedure, that's how my, that's my process. So I feel like as a writer or producer, you guys should sit down and just, take an hour to think about what exactly you want to do or write, you know? And then once you have the script, once you have the script, go out and raise the money. And, and I know that's the hard part, but dude, there's a lot of people out there who have money to invest. And if you have a good story, why not? You know? Mm, true. One last question, Manny. Um, for you, as a producer, as an actor in the Dominican Republic, what do you see the future of filmmaking in Dominican Republic. Now they have some sound stages out there. Uh, the last film that you mentioned that went to Sundance is getting closer to almost getting nominated for an, for an Oscar. As a producer, actor, how do you see the future of uh, Dominican Republic and film? Well, let me just say that the future of independent filmmaking in the United States is dying. And it's sad to say, but I feel like those big fucking Hollywood uh, superhero movies are killing the independent market. It's fucking killing it, dude. It's not cool. So now, in the DR, and this is what's so great about it, in the DR, I feel like, yes, every year, there's one film that, that takes off. Every year, the stories are getting better. Every year, new talents, new actors, new directors, uh, new stories, better stories. And I feel like, you know, let's just continue making better stories. And again, last year, there was a, a Colombian film that won Khan two years ago, sorry. There was a Colombian film that won Khan Last year, in Sundance, there was another, uh, uh, I think it was a Mexican film that got, you know, lots of, of, of merit. So I feel like, man, why can't a Dominican film do the same thing? Word. You know, that's what I look at. I feel like, you know, it's time for, for, for future filmmakers to say, okay, well, let me try to see, maybe I can go back to my roots and, you know, and write something about my roots, where I come from. Why not? Well, that is amazing. Those are really good words of advice. Just, you know, don't be afraid. You're instilling some confidence in us right here, right now, Manny. We want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. We know you have this press conference tonight. Go out there and kill it. Everybody who's listening, make sure you support Colau the movie in theaters this Friday. This Friday. And uh, we love you, Manny. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing for Latinos. Really, thank you for this. It's really a pleasure. 
Likewise. Thank you. Thank you. Mary Malmahatton. Go Griffins. Go Griffins. That's their, that's their, yeah. Thank you. No, thank you, Manny. And now, it's time for Que Lo Que. It you doesn't. know, it really, it's going to be our song forever. I think we're going to have to have like an LOL soundtrack with all the segment intros and stuff like Genius. that. Genius. It'll be really good. Genius. Un- yeah, unlimited edition like cassettes. <laughs> <laughs> really hard to get. Really hard to get. Now available on 8-Track. Right. Okay. So my shout outs uh, first is for Uptown Collective, the 2018 Women's March in NYC. All right. It's going to be the 20th of this month, so you go to uptowncollective.com for more information. And for Corriente Latina, log on to their website. Check out any of the stuff they have going on. They're probably going to have some tickets, uh, ticket giveaways. And uh, those are my shout-outs. Beautiful. Next. Um, yeah, basically, uh, I want to shout-out this article I saw actually in the Google Arts and Culture. Everyone's doing these, um, <laughs> these, these selfies <laughs> where, they, where they, they, uh, they take a selfie and then Google finds like a, uh, an actual like art art right. that's in the museum that kind of like matches your selfie. Uh, I tried it. Nothing. None of them looked like me. One of them came out as like a young Muhammad Ali, which I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I don't know what museum that's in, but, um, but anyway, in actual, when I was doing that in the Google arts and culture section in their daily inspiration area, there's an article, 10 inspiring Latinas who've made history. It's a very cool article. Mm. We were talking about Catherine Jones today, you know, uh, I think this is very apropos, mm. but um, check it out. It's a, it's a cool article from the astronauts to the artists, meet the Latinas who shape the U.S. today. So good job, Google Arts and Culture. Interesting. I just want to jump in. Mine was uh, Richard Pryor. No. <laughs> but when he was on crack. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's That's whatever. That's a compliment. Is it that, isn't. Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> serious. Because Sophie was like, come over here, take a picture. And I took it, and it was like Richard Pryor, but... He looked like when he was on his last Rachel's days. was actually Rachel, because someone has a picture of you in a museum somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, somewhere in the Louvre in Paris, oh, no, so no. it's okay, it's all good. I did mine. It was Ben Diesel. What? Uh, there's a Fast and Furious museum? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, oh, are you serious? No, no. Okay, no. yeah, I thought so. All right, Damn. and my shout-out, um, well, start off with Yero, sending a big what's-up to our partners over at Yero.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com, the lifestyle and news platform for Latino men. This week, they put together a men's must-see movie list. Speaking of lists, because you know how I feel about lists. Must-see movie list for 2018, so head over to Yero.com to check it out. And a big shout-out to Jessica and everybody over at Yero celebrating one million page views. Oh, that is huge wow. for Yero. Beautiful. Big shout-out to you guys. Huge. Um, I don't have much going on, just a couple things. Um, I want to definitely shout out um, the Dominican Bar Association has their swearing-in ceremony on Tuesday. A friend of ours, Miguelina, is going to be sworn in. So big shout-out to Dominican lawyers here in New York City. We may need you one day, so stay close. Um, (laughs) I've got my uh, Upright Citizens Brigade Improv 201 intensive show, and you are all welcome to join me on Saturday, January 27th at 1 o'clock at the UCB East Theater for a quick little improv game with your girl, Rachel La Loca. And that's about it. So you can follow up. Us at We Are Latinos Out Loud, individual social medias. Let's go. Where you at, Mike? Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is uh, Juan Bago. I want to give a shout out to Rosie, our producer. Rosie, Rosie, Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Hi, recording stuff and scales on the ones and twos. Scales. Yep. All right. So at Juan Bago. Yes. Anybody else want to shout out the socials? Uh, Jay Ferns, Instagram. Where? Frank Nibs, Frank at gmail.com you if you have any any anything you want to talk about when it comes to my actual Frank Spiracies and Nibs0125 on IG. No spam though. 
Great Thank idea. you. Great idea, Frank. All right, you can holler at me at Rachel La Loca. Again, please continue to support us, Latinos Out Loud, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Basically, wherever you can consume podcasts, tell a friend to tell a friend. We need some more reviews and some subscribers. Thank you so much for listening. We out! All right. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda vaina! Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.